In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, here with the 84th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are 2-4 and four and getting ready to play the New York Giants, who are 1-5 and five on Monday Night Football here in Atlanta at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Kickoff time is 8-15. Now, I just watched... Uh, the film of the uh, last game against Tampa Bay, and I don't know where the fans are. I don't know if y'all still out in the parking lot tailgating or in all the fine restaurants or just didn't come to the game, but that's a bad look on national TV to see all those red seats. So I don't know if y'all uh, have to take off work on Tuesday, but uh, the city, I know they like to see you out for the game on Monday night. Hey, two things moving forward before the Falcons uh, uh, do anything. If they're going to, to be a decent team this year as they move forward here, they got the, um, you know, some things worked out as they moved to two and four with the 34 to 29 win over Tampa Bay. If they do not run block better and they continue to miss tackles, it won't matter. This will be a six and ten team, five and eleven, and uh, you know they'll just be talking about all the injuries. And uh, you know they got two more to add on this week. Devontae Freeman's going on IR, and uh, the kicker who uh, uh, is going on, who strained his hamstring, Matt Bryan is. Is injured. They're saying it's uh, uh, a weak thing. He's going to miss this game. There are reports about two to three weeks uh, on a strain hamstring, but on a 43-year-old kicker, I'm thinking it's going to take more than two to three weeks. So, uh, Giorgio Travecchio is in. He's signed. He'll be the kicker. And the Falcons have moved forward. They were already trying to run with Tevin Coleman and Edo Smith. And they'll continue to do that. They also have uh, Brian Hill on the roster. But if they don't improve the run blocking, 86 yards a game, ranking 29th in the league, is not going to cut it. You know, they have to fake off of the uh, run game to throw the ball. And over uh, time here, folks will just, you know, not honor the play-action fakes if they're uh, not able to run the ball. So Coach Quinn said that they're going to pay just as much attention as they have been to miss tackling to the run game and the run blocking specifically. Uh, We saw again against Tampa Bay where they couldn't pick up a yard on third and two with the game on the line. They actually had three tight ends in the game to help with the blocking, and the tight ends got blown up. Polson got pushed in the backfield. Eric Saubert missed his block on Kwan Alexander. Next thing you know, they're basically taking the handoff from Tevin Coleman almost. So uh, the power blocking has got to get there. They got to get there out of their outside zones, and those toss sweeps, uh, they're just getting too many free runners to the ball. So – 
if they don't improve the run block, it won't matter. And certainly the missed tackles have to stop. Just watch that game. It was uh, bad again. Counted 16 missed tackles and three sacks. Actually, one's a double hit because Jack Crawford missed, but then he got up and then he got the sack. So, uh, really, it's two missed because, you know, he actually made up for his one miss there. So, but I still counted a 16 missed tackles against the Bucks. You had uh, uh, 15 against New Orleans. You had more than 10 against Pittsburgh, nine on two plays in that game. So if they if they can't fix that, uh, they're going nowhere. And uh, just go ahead and say that right now after six games. So the run blocking's got to get better. It's got to go up. Got to get more than 86 yards a game. And you got to get under 10 on, on the missed tackles. It's just too many. And, um the most troubling thing in the Tampa Bay game is the uh, Jordan Richards or in the box safety, which would normally be Keanu Neal, and you know we know he delivers the pain. Uh, we saw Richards getting ran over in the fourth quarter by Peyton Barber. Uh, I don't know if he's not used to. He's got to get back out there and start hitting people. I don't know. I don't want to make excuses for him, but that was not a good look for him or the defense. Hey, let's move on to the New York Giants. They're coming in one and five, rested, played their last game on Thursday night, uh, and uh, didn't look very good. Had a little controversy before their Carolina game when. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. sat down with a good friend of the program, Josina Anderson, and uh, discussed uh, some things about Eli Manning, his lack of enthusiasm, and uh, the inability to throw the deep ball. And uh, uh, that's good news. That's good stuff. He knew what he was doing, talking to a reporter, and then, uh, you know, we got in trouble for it and wanted to try to put the rabbit back in the hat and couldn't. So uh, he got fined by the team, and uh, he got the owner talking about he needs to do more playing, less talking. But he really was probably just speaking the truth. And it's a sad country where you get fined for speaking the truth, but that's what happened here in this instance. But let's look at the Giants. They are not um, to be feared on paper in any kind of way. Uh, But let's look at their rankings here. Uh, everything on the offensive side is below 16. That's our uh, dividing line, whether you're bottom of the league or um, top half of the league. Your playoff teams are in the top half of the league. Your trash teams are in the bottom half, and they're all bottom on offense. 19.5 points, 27th. Rushing, 87.5. That's 27th. Uh, passing, 260.8. That's 18. And total yards, 348.3. That's 24. They're not devoid of weapons. You got the Shepherd kid. You got Beckham Jr. You got the tight end, Evan Egram from uh, Hillgrove High and Ole Miss, who's coming back this week. But the line is just a total wreck. Uh, at least we saw that in the game. And uh, Eli doesn't have time to get it to his weapons. All he's got is quick game stuff. And we've seen that here in Atlanta in 2013 and 14 when the line was uh, inept and below NFL level. And the quarterback's running for his life there. And so and Eli is not a scrambler. Defensively, they do have uh, uh, some top half of the league stuff going on over here. But the points... 27 are giving up too many points. That's 24th. 
The Russian defense is uh, 25th in the league. So the 29th Russian attack by the Falcons will be going against the 25th Russian defense. Hey, maybe there's something to be to be made there at 121.7 a game. Their pass defense is top 10, though, 236.3. Uh, they've gotten Eli Apple going over there. And... Uh, you know, their total yards, 358, 14th. That's in the top half. So their best thing is their pass defense. And the, uh, you know, Falcons' best weapon is their pass offense. So it's they both match up a little bit uh, uh, good in that way. Penalty-wise, the Falcons are 46 penalties in, 7th in the league. The uh, Giants tend to play clean defense and uh, uh, only have 37 penalties, which is uh, 21st in the league. Uh, Series here, this will be the 24th regular season meeting. The Falcons are leading 12 to 11 and won two of the last three matchups. Now, uh, the big thing is, hey, is Eli washed up? Uh, Rich Gannon, uh, the former league MVP, went on his show on CBS Sports and said, hey, maybe Eli needs to start looking at retirement. He's in his 15th year. Uh, the line's a hot mess. Uh, you know, just look at retirement there. They, they've been trying to fix it and it hasn't been fixed. He's got two Super Bowl rings, so nobody's going to be, uh, uh, you know, sorry for him if he decides to hang it up. But with two Super Bowl rings, uh, you know, and the uh, possible rebuild on, on hand, maybe it, it is time for him to consider retirement. Now, we mentioned Saquon Barkley, the Giants running back, the dazzling running back coming out of Penn State. You know, there was a lot of thought, hey, the Giants could get back in the mix here in the NFC pretty quickly, get the running back, get the running game going, uh, have some play action off of uh, Saquon to Eli and um, throw it down the field to to, to uh, Beckham Jr., but they can't even hold people with that. The, um, the line is so bad. But Barkley's off to a great start here. Being used heavily through the first six games, this is a whole lot of touches for the young man. 124 touches, uh, almost, uh, you know, uh, that's over 800 yards already and six touchdowns. 84 rushes for 438 and four touchdowns, uh, 40 catches. So the Falcons linebackers will be in space, and they can't miss their tackles. This is going to be a... um, you know, a good one here. 40 catches for 373 and two touchdowns. So uh, there is a um, there's a major challenge. They got a strength on the Falcons' weakness, and they got a strength on the Falcons' strength. So the Monday night crew will be in here, and it'll be interesting to see how things shake out. When the Falcons play the New York Giants, the Falcons need to keep rolling. Uh, one little factoid here that um, we'll bring up to the Falcons here before we wrap up is uh, the last three years before the bye week, the team has not been focused. The team has not been focused. I repeat, before the bye week, the last three years, the team has not been focused and has lost. In 2015, they lost to Blaine Gabbard and the San Francisco 49ers in Week 9. Last In 2016, the Super Bowl team 
lost to the Eagles 24-15 in Week 10. And then last season, Tyrod Taylor and the Buffalo Bills came into the Mercedes-Benz Stadium and beat the Falcons 23-17 to in Week 4 before they were going into their Week 5 bye. So, the Falcons need this game. They need to be focused. It's on Monday Night Football. And you see where, um, you know, even, you know, teams that are not doing very well will play their absolute best on Monday Night Football. We saw that last night uh, on, uh, saw that Monday night when San Francisco went toe-to-toe with Green Bay. If Kyle Shanahan could run the ball there in his outside zone scheme, they would have won the game, but they couldn't run out the clock. Had the uh, young quarterback make a mistake there late in the game and of course Aaron Rodgers was going to capitalize on that so you know we're going to see a pretty good game on Monday night guys are going to want to play their best they're not going to be missing tackles left and right on uh, TV with the rest of the league watching you know so maybe this is a game the Falcons put some things together Going to the bye week on a positive, then have a three and four record, then come back and you can start, you know, uh, talking about playing at Washington, at Cleveland, and then Dallas comes to town. And after that stretch, we'll know if this team is going to be uh, a factor in the playoff race or not, or if they're going to, you know, uh, if these injuries are just going to be too much to overcome. But we'll know here in the uh, next month for sure. October will set you up for November, and that's when the real playoff football starts. But let's get ready for the New York Giants here on Monday Night Football. Uh, You know, we broke them down for you here today. Talked about the Falcons' two main areas of concern, the run blocking and the missed tackles. And then about Eli Manning, Odell Beckham Jr., Saquon Barkley, and then broke down the numbers here of the key stats matching up the New York Giants against the Atlanta Falcons. So with that, we're going to... Say goodbye here from the 84th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. We want you all to have a good rest of the week. And uh, come back and visit us at AJC.com and MyAJC.com for everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents... Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny... One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.